0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you back. So today we are going to be covering letting go of self-sabotage when it comes to productivity, something that we are all very familiar with and something I know very well as well. (laughs) So I'm so excited to go into this topic so we can really feel more empowered and ready to tackle our productivity skills and how we can do better at things. And why do we tend to block ourselves so much when it comes to being productive? Like what is that? What is happening there? So I hope you're excited and you're ready. Grab a notebook and a pen and let's get into it. So, when it comes to self sabotage, I want to make one thing very, very clear. And I'm going to touch on several things, but what I want to do is really empower us. And sometimes when I listen to a lot of self help, quote-unquote motivational things, they pinpoint a lot of the reasons why you feel the way you feel, which is you don't feel good enough, you feel unworthy, you feel like you're inadequate, whatever. And all of that can definitely be true as far as the root cause of your self-sabotage. But I want to take us down to just the basics, which is going to be purely brain conditioning. It's just the way that your mind has been conditioned to be up into this point, up into the point of being productive. So when we start focusing so much on the fact that we don't feel worthy, or we don't feel like we're good enough, or we don't feel, you know, maybe we're scared someone is going to judge us, it kind of takes us down this rabbit hole. And I was going to kind of touch base on that But the more and more I think about it, the more I realize that it's like, we just got to start. And that's the main thing. When it comes to being productive, it's just about starting and just being consistent and to keep going. And we should really focus more on that aspect and really getting our minds in the right place of just serving us better, as opposed to focusing on, well, I don't feel Good enough about myself, and that's why I'm not doing this because then it just kind of becomes like this victim mentality in a way where we're kind of focusing so much on, well, what are the reasons I feel unworthy? Well, when I was eight, this happened, or when this happened, then that made me feel like that, or whatever. So let's just go ahead and bring it down to focusing on the reason why we sabotage ourselves is purely brain conditioning. It's not because you don't want to do those things. It's not because you know, you just really think you are the worst person in the world. You want to do those things, but maybe that brain conditioning has really kept you in this safe space. Because as we all know, the brain loves to stay consistent. It likes where it's at. It doesn't like a lot of change. It doesn't like to fluctuate a whole lot. That will trigger fear. And in order for our brains to try to protect ourselves, it will stop you from moving in a different direction. So the more that we understand that and realize that, the more we can work with that information and try to navigate around it. And that's really where I want to focus on for this episode. Navigating around the blockages and focusing our attention there and how we can get out of that rut of not being productive. So let's just take a step back and really see where we're at. Where are you when it comes to being productive? Do you feel that you're productive sometimes? Do you feel you're productive half of the time? Do you feel like you're not productive at all and now you want to become more productive? Maybe some things in your life are uncomfortable and you're needing to kind of amp up that productivity. Do you feel as though you're productive but you're not making progress? Because that's a big one. We can be productive and doing a lot of things and keeping busy and checking off a bunch of tasks. But if we're not actually making progress, then it really stunts us in the way that we perform. So ask yourself those questions and really think in that way of where do we run into the stop? Because we are designed in such a way that we are built for progress, we are built to survive, we're built to move forward and to push through things. And what I've learned is that our brain will release those chemicals that makes us feel agitated or irritated at times when we feel uncomfortable, when we feel like something is taking too long, we start to feel antsy or impatient. And if that, energy is not being expressed, then we start to feel frustrated and it builds momentum from there. The purpose of that is for us to build enough momentum to make it change. So we're not so wrapped up in being extremely comfortable, but it's just that, that middle sweet spot there where we like to be somewhat comfortable, but at some point we will tend to feel a little bit more anxious And also if it's become so much of a habit to not be productive at all, to just kind of take this lazy approach to life, not necessarily lazy because I don't really like that term, but just always taking it easy. You know what I mean? Like just no stress, take it easy, relax, sit back, see how things go. At some point, we do have to jump in that driver's seat and we've got to take control over the wheel and we need to make some action in our lives if we want to direct it in the way we want it to go. And that requires for us to be productive in some ways. So for me, something that has always kind of stunted my productivity lately is having enough energy. I will have all of the willpower in the world, but there are times where I'm just extremely tired or I have just a little bit of energy that gets me through some portions of the day that I get done with some of my priorities, but then it just drops and I just lose a lot of my momentum because my energy is dropping. I'm like, I really, really am ready to take a nap. (laughs) And then I lose the hours in the day. So that is my biggest blockage when it comes to being productive is energy. So how do I navigate around that? Well, one, making sure that I'm eating right, making sure that I'm taking my vitamins, making sure that I'm taking my supplements. I've even increased more of taking energy vitamins just so that I can maintain that level of energy and get things done. Because once you get started, you kind of get kicked into gear and you just keep on going the hardest part is starting. So creating that level of urgency for me, setting a time frame for things and making sure that my nutrition is up to par is very, very important. Also exercising, getting out, doing those things is important as well. Just making sure that you're having a really good routine. So that has been helpful for me, but not only that, also holding myself accountable and removing those distractions. I know I mentioned this in my earlier episode, but I'm just listing, you know, what gets in the way of me being productive. And you really have to have that form of self-discipline with yourself to say enough already, right? You've got to jump in and be the parent to yourself and say enough of this, get off the phone, get off of X, Y, and Z, take a break from things that are not serving you and get into being productive in the direction you want to go in. Now, if we're just staying busy just to escape things, or just to keep our minds off of something, and we're not really making progress, it really is not serving its purpose when it comes to productivity. But if we focus on, say, we're investing in ourselves in the process, we are putting together a project that's going to benefit us later down the road, we're knocking things out, we are increasing in our levels of success, that is the direction we want to focus on when it comes to productivity. So a lot of times we tend to focus on this area whenever we're really, really interested in meeting some type of goal. And I'm also going to talk more about goals in just a second, because I think that's a big part of that Productivity and letting go of that self sabotage. So, when it comes to that, one, understanding your blockages because your brain's going to kick in because it wants to stay doing whatever you've been doing. It's like, hey, why are you trying to switch it up? We've been doing pretty great just doing this, you know? Like, if you're feeling down, I send you that signal that you need to go on your phone get on your social media, you know, see a few faces that really make you feel better, give you a hit of dopamine and keep you moving. But in actuality, you have to take control. Consciously, you've got to take control of your brain and let that brain know who's running the show. And once you rewire your brain and start programming it in the proper direction you want it to serve, that's when it's going to start serving you in the highest way. But you've got to set those intentions, you've got to have that discipline, you've got to really jump in that driver's seat and say, this is what we're doing today. So I know it's a lot, but we can absolutely get there. When it comes to the sabotage part, it feels like sabotage, because we know what's in our highest interest, we know what's best for us. But yet, for some reason, we don't do it. And that is due to that resistance, right? So when we're feeling that resistance, and we go along with it, and we're like, Oh, yeah, it's right now. We actually start telling ourselves excuses in lieu of that resistance, we start telling ourselves excuses out of the resistance. So the resistance comes first then we justify the resistance with the low vibrational beliefs, such as, well, I'm not good enough anyway, or I don't think this is worth my time, or people probably aren't going to like what I have to offer, or whatever it is. Those actually come after the resistance, because from your brain standpoint, it's just doing its job, which is just trying to keep you safe. It doesn't really know consciously that you're trying to better yourself. You're trying to better your life. It doesn't have that system of comparison to know what is the difference between you sitting in your bed all day on social media, getting those hits of dopamine versus you succeeding making money or doing whatever it is that you want to accomplish. It's all the same to the brain, literally. It's its going to release whatever those chemicals are and the way that you perceive things that gives you a positive response. So you're the one that has to jump in in order to say what you want your brain to release that dopamine on. Because the dopamine hits after you complete something, which tells you to do it again because it releases that rewarding chemical. So you're gonna hit resistance. Anytime you try something new or different, you're going to hit that resistance. And you're gonna to try to justify that because the brain's not gonna say, Yeah, I totally was just trying to keep you from doing it because that's the best thing for you. It's not gonna it's not gonna tell you that. So you're gonna tell yourself the reasons why you're resisting it through, well, yeah. I'm not worthy enough, or I'm not good enough. You know, those limited beliefs are going to kick in even more at that time. And so from there, the next thing we have to focus on is getting around those obstacles. As I mentioned before, if your problem is energy, hey, It's time to kick it up, maybe drink some green tea, maybe switch up our diet so we're not crashing with sugar, making sure we're getting enough rest, whatever we need to do to really improve on our energy. That's what we do. If your problem is energy. If your problem is thinking that you don't have enough skills to do so, hey, that's a great opportunity to invest in yourself to learn more so that you can Feel even better about whatever it is that you're producing. Increase on your skills. Do whatever is necessary. If your fear is from judgment of thinking that people are not going to think you're good enough, if you've done the work, if you have the skills that other people cannot do in regards to whatever it is that you're creating or producing, then everything you're telling yourself is nothing more than a justifiable excuse because people don't know what you're capable of. They don't know what's in your mind. They don't know what you can do. They're not comparing anything. You are sharing what you have to offer and whatever it is that you're producing. And when people see that, they just take it for how it is. They don't know the backstory on things. They don't know what you don't know. So it's easy to fall into that trap Especially when you're coming from it from your perspective, but just keep in mind, no one knows your fullest capability. They don't know the hard work that's put into it, and they also don't know if you're inadequate in some ways. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about, oh, people are going to judge me. Because just the fact that you're actually giving in some way or that you're producing something to serve others is. Increasing their value in their life. It's making their life easier by you producing something that they're not producing. So, right off the bat, it automatically has value it automatically has something to offer just because you're doing it and somebody else isn't doing it. You're literally saving someone else time if you're producing something that's going to benefit someone else. So start taking that approach instead of thinking, well, I'm not good enough. Focus only on what someone is benefiting from by receiving what it is you're producing. The next thing we have to think about when it comes to setting these goals, I know that we're familiar with the SMART goals, you know, being specific, measurable, attainable, all of these things. That is great, but for me, it doesn't really work. You know what I'm saying? Like All of those parameters of what makes a SMART goal a SMART goal is kind of, you know, already built into it. The way that I approach my goals has to relate to me directly. It has to show me how is this impacting my life? How is this benefiting me? And so I look at my goals in the sense of number one, why? Why am I actually doing these things? What is the purpose? And if I cannot find a good enough reason for me to invest my time into this goal, then I don't need to do it. If I'm doing the goal to receive some type of validation from something outside of myself that still doesn't serve me, it's not a goal to be created. So the goals that I have to create has to benefit me first before it benefits anybody else it has to benefit me. It has to increase the value of my own life. It has to motivate me in the sense that every time I am putting in hours towards being productive for what I'm doing, my life is getting better. Rather, it's increasing my opportunities to meet more people. It's increasing my skills in some way. I'm becoming more disciplined. I'm learning more. I'm feeling more confident. Whatever the situation is, I have to benefit from what I'm doing. And that's how I have to approach my goals. The next way that I approach my goal is what is my time frame for when I need this to be done. Because when we just set a deadline or say, you know what, two months, that sounds like a great time. I just need two months. Well, where are you going to be in those two months? Or where are you going to be by that time that that goal should be completed? What's happening in your life around that time that you can project? You know, like, what do you intend to happen around that time? What other things do you have going on? So that's the big one for me. And I had to really, really learn that and digest that because I would take on several tasks, several projects all at one time, and then set all of these, you know, goal dates of what I wanted to have everything accomplished, not really taking in the fact that I have multiple moving parts in my life. Other things are going to come up other situations are going to happen. Emergencies may happen. Other projects need to be tended to. I have to make sure I'm keeping my self-care in check so that I'm maintaining a level of balance. Everything has to be considered. And so for me, I like to give myself enough time, but also be smart about it. So if I have several projects happening at once, let's prioritize things what is something that requires a lot of time put in as far as frequency, right? So for me, that would be my podcast. My podcast has now a sense of accountability where I have regularly scheduled my podcast episodes to go out on specific days. And I have to keep that level of consistency because I have listeners. So for me, okay, What can we tackle in enough time that will set me forward months in advance? That's the way I have to look at it. Not just, okay, I want to complete 100 episodes. Okay, great. For what? Why? You know, but if I say that, hey, I'm completing this amount of episodes by this time, because if I do that, that's going to give me a break for 3 months if i record this many episodes by this time and then i can focus on other things every moving part has to benefit me in some way what i'm doing is what i'm doing if i'm doing it if i have a goal for myself if i'm passionate about what i'm doing that's a goal in of itself so i don't need to focus so much on why well, i really want to do this thing because i want to do it no of course i want to do it but how can I make it benefit me? Because my life still has to happen. And that's the thing I think that we forget about when we're setting goals is that we get so narrow minded on the goal that we forget, I have other moving parts of my life that have to be taken care of as well. And at the end of the day, my ultimate goal is to have Freedom in my time, my energy, and my finances so that I can enjoy my life. My goal is not to sit here and work every single day and not have time to spend with my friends and family and my loved ones. That is not the goal. So think of the real goal, right? The real goal is to be free in some ways, the real goal is to be able to. Do the things that you want to enjoy doing before your life gets cut short, because we don't know how long we have to live. Those should be the real goals, or your goal is having better relationships. But what goes into having better relationships, right? It takes a lot because you have to feel 100 in order for you to give 100 in relationships. So there's things that have to be done in order to contribute to that larger goal. If for me, my goal is to have that confidence within myself or love myself more, well, don't you think it's going to require for me to put in time and effort and work into myself so that I can? Feel good and make progress and evolve within my natural self. Those are the real goals for myself. We tell ourselves the goal is money, the goal is, you know, um, to do this project or to do this job or to X, Y, and Z. But the underlying motivator behind it is much simpler, much simpler. Sometimes it's having security or freedom. Sometimes it's you know, feeling good. Sometimes it's feeling free. It's always a feeling that we're chasing. Those are where the goals actually lie. You're chasing a feeling that you want, right? And we want that feeling to feel real. And that's why for me, it's great to evoke that feeling and that emotion that you want to manifest. But at the same time, I find greater pleasure and a greater feeling of success and progress when I attach something that I'm doing with the feeling. It makes it more concrete. It makes things more grounded. It makes things more practical. It makes me feel as though my life has meaning and purpose and fulfillment as opposed to just focusing on, well, if I want to be in love, I should just focus on feeling in love. Just whatever it is that makes me feel like that, I should just feel like I'm in love. Well, yes, that's great. You should absolutely do that. No one is saying that you should be in feelings and emotions that are negative until you get those things, because we all know that doesn't work. But how amazing does it feel when you put in the work into yourself and you're working hard? You're learning more about communication and being better at communicating, being better at being vulnerable. You're practicing, you're pushing through those limited beliefs. You're pushing through those fears that you've had that have held you back for a long time. You are really breaking down walls right now. And then you fall in love and you get to that level of relationship that you've always been wanting because you know you put in work for that. You're going to cherish that way more than just feeling like you're in love and just putting yourself in this fantasy like mood in order to get there as opposed to actually working on yourself feeling good and investing in your relationships totally different energy and that energy is going to be more permanent and in the future whenever you go through changes it gives you more to reflect back on to bring new experiences, where you learn more, you're evolving, you're growing, you think back, you know what, I remember being at a place in my life where I felt like this, and I did these things in order to get to a higher space. I cracked the code, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with me when it came to my career. For the longest time, I felt like I could not get the career I wanted. And I was so frustrated. And finally, I said, enough already. We're going to do different approaches. We're going to try different things. We're going to be more strategic. We're going to plan more. We're going to do different things. We're going to take a different approach and get different results. And I did get different results as opposed to putting my mind in this fantasy world and just trying to visualize the career I wanted, I had to do the work and I had to be strategic. But sure enough, as soon as I made that shift, as soon as I turned that corner, immediately I got results. So sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we tell ourselves these excuses and lies and reasons that we're not good enough. When in actuality, it's just about making an adjustment, small tweaks, being strategic, taking totally different approaches. When we find our power in that, you feel so good about yourself because you know that it has nothing to do with you as a person. It has everything to do with strategy and planning properly and putting forth the proper energy and effort to get what you want. And it feels really good when you get the results that you are intending for. And we have to take that approach about everything. It's just like, if you want your body to look a certain way, if you want to, you know, be in shape or whatever the case may be, it's going to take strategy, planning, practice, all of these things. But when you get that, you're feel so good about yourself. Same thing goes for everything in your life that you can set a goal or intention towards. When you create a plan and a strategy towards the things that you want, you will get them. You will absolutely get them. So, set up an action plan. We know our our motivator goals. The motivator goals are the things that money cannot really buy, their feelings. There are feelings behind those motivator goals. You can't go to a store and be like, hey, I want to buy Feeling Empowered. Thank you. (laughs) But there's things in between that time of reaching smaller goals that don't seem so small, right? They seem really big. Like, Say, for instance, oh, I want $100,000 or $200,000 in the bank. Cool. That's actually the smaller goal to the bigger goal, which is feeling that financial freedom or feeling that financial security. That's really the bigger goal. So when you focus on the motivator goals, that's when you expand. You break down those goals so they do not become limited. Because if you want to feel in love, empowered, successful, whatever, the marker is always going to move. Because you're going to get to one place, you're going to be comfortable for a minute, and then you are going to move up to another place. And it's going to keep moving and moving and moving. But if you just set one goal of setting it very concrete to say, okay, well, I want X, Y, and Z, and that's what I want. You have to remember that you're going to grow. You're going to evolve. You're going to expand in the process you right now before hitting that goal is a different person than who's the person that reaches that goal. And through that journey of getting to that goal, you're growing further from where you are right now. So where you are right now, let's say you have $1,000 in your bank account. I'm just going to throw this out here. You have $1,000 in your bank account. In your mind right now, at that moment, with that amount of money, you're projecting that you need a larger amount, more than what you have right now, obviously, correct? But that's from your mind right now, the problems you have right now, the things you're facing right now, your mentality that you have right now. As you start putting in work and effort and taking action towards the goal that you're wanting to meet, you have to change yourself along the way. You cannot get from here to there with your same mentality because what got you here was someone different that was prior to getting to this space. So just know that you've got to change your mentality along the way. So as you change your mentality along the way, and you're increasing your income, or you're increasing whatever it is that you're wanting to change or increase, So are your needs, so are your desires, so are your problems, whatever the case may be, because you're growing and expanding. So, when you get to that next goal, you might feel a little bit more comfortable, right? But then over time, it's like, man, that sounded like a lot of money back then, but the more that I've invested in all of these other things, I realize that I need even more. So it keeps going. <laughs> and that's okay. That's, that's great to just keep progressing and keep evolving. But the key is to focus on fulfillment. Always have the motivation of fulfillment. Because when you feel that fulfillment, you just keep going and you stay consistent, and growth and abundance comes afterwards. So everything that comes in alignment with whatever it is that you're producing, will then start to serve you and value you in different ways. It was the same thing when it came to my podcast. When I started out, I was having like 150 listens a month. And I was like, man, at first, it felt great, because i had never done a podcast before. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, last week, I had like, you know, 10. And now I had 25. So to me, it sounded great, felt great. And then I was like, you know what, this isn't enough. I'm putting in more, I'm learning more, I'm investing more, I'm giving more. This equation doesn't add up. It's almost like I'm in the negative. So I need to change some things, I need to tweak some things. And that's when I started to change a little bit more of my format, change things to be more appealing, marketing better, all these things. And I started to get higher results. That's how it works. And once I get to a space where I'm like, this is not enough, I want more, I want bigger and better because I'm giving bigger and better, then those results will change. So That's all that I have to share with you today as far as letting go of that self-sabotage. Already know right off the bat, if you are producing something that someone else is not producing, you are already valuable. You are already seen at a higher status. You are already desirable because you're doing more than what the other Individual is doing that needs your help. So you're already valuable. Already know that. As far as believing these unworthy thoughts or low beliefs or low vibrational thought patterns, those are always going to come up. We have all, every last one of us has been conditioned to believe we are just not good enough. We have so much to compare ourselves to that is almost impossible to not ever have that thought. And it requires a lot of isolation, a lot of solitude, a lot of self-actualization, and a lot of maturity to get to that space of not even focusing on anyone else. But we are social creatures. We focus on what other people are doing. We think about what other people are doing. It's totally natural for us to do that, depending on whatever we've been through, whether it's bullying or any type of abuse or whatever your caregivers, you know, said to you or gave to you, your parents or peers, whoever, it's almost inevitable. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't shed some light on that. But what I'm saying is focusing on that being your reason for not being productive is not going to serve you. Remember, your brain is just wired to keep you doing the same thing. It senses danger, quote-unquote, and new experiences. It senses that this is unsafe. This is something that we should fear if it's something different than what we've done. Even if you know consciously that it's going to serve your highest good, it's going to be really, really good for you. Takes practice, it takes time, just keep doing it, contribute to whatever it is that you want to produce on a regular basis, be consistent, and eventually your brain's going to adjust, you're going to evolve, and you're going to progress once you just dive in and you're gonna get those hits of dopamine because you are perceiving what it is that you're doing to better your life a good thing. Take a note who you are as a person. What are your obstacles? Where do you find yourself stopping the most? Is it at the beginning when you feel like you can't even start? Is it when you're in the middle where you feel like you started and now you don't know what to do once you get there? What is the case? Do you feel like you don't have the proper skills or you don't have the right tools to use? Find ways of getting those skills. Find ways of getting those tools. Better yourself. We have so many resources available to us. It's insane. We just have an explosion of information to pull from. So the information is there. Take time. Invest in yourself. Know that you are extremely valuable, but you are only as valuable as you make yourself. So focus on investing in yourself. Making your life better for you, not creating goals and aspirations that fit the lives of other people's needs, but it fits your needs and your wants and your desires. Because when you set your goals based on someone else, you're going to limit yourself and you're not going to reach that highest potential. When you set goals for yourself directly, you're going to keep going. You're going to push even harder because it's for you. So, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned for more as we have more coming up on productivity. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcast.